0: You are tuned in to Lightworker's Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. We're going on four podcast episodes this week. Things are turning, things are moving, things are getting going, and I can't stop. I hope you guys have enjoyed these podcast episodes about astrology because I absolutely love making them. It doesn't feel like work. It feels like a hobby. It feels like something I'm being called to do. It feels just easy. It feels effortless, right? I always ask people if money weren't an issue, safety, security, responsibilities to other kids, animals, parents, places, things, if none of those existed existed. And you could just wake up at a time your body felt called to. You could slowly move throughout your day. Well, eventually, after you got up and took a long, hot bath or shower and then made your coffee or tea and slowly sipped it and then slowly migrated into eating a breakfast that takes an hour to prepare and five minutes to eat, and then eventually you'd get to a point where you're like, okay. Now what? What would you do? Would you get dressed and go out and do something in the town? Would you slip on some of your most comfortable clothes and migrate to a garden on your property? Would you walk over barefoot to a studio and create something? What would you think you would do? That's what I feel like these podcasts with astrology are for me right now no matter if it was my career or not, no matter if I had, you know, a nine to five with a work family outside of the house, I would still wake up at 6am to record this or I would still get home at five, change into comfy clothes, make some tea and come in a studio or just sit down with my laptop and talk to you guys about astrology. It's cool. And I think I still grapple with the idea of I don't want to be an astrologer for the rest of my life. I don't know if I want to be 65 years old and still teaching astrology, but you know, Pluto's transiting my 10th house. I'm just going to let it ride. I'm going to go where Pluto wants me to go. Be at the mercy of that energy because one thing I do know is that no matter what I do for a living, I'll find joy in it. I've found little pockets of joy in the worst of jobs at insurance companies, and I've found immense landscapes of golden fields of joy in doing something that I created for myself that I love. And life is long. Life is a journey. Astrology is a map. There's a lot of interpretations that my own birth chart says my career could wind up as But I think I'm pretty rooted and confident in my gut feelings, and I don't think they'll ever lead me astray. So I'm just going to go with what feels normal, what feels natural, and know that even if I didn't have any idea about astrology or my birth chart, I would go through what I meant to go through. Now, I just get to bring an umbrella, so if it rains, I don't get too wet and cold. (laughs) Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. I'm your host, your astrologer, Stephanie Powers. Woohoo! And again, I just checked the reviews. You guys are pumping them out. Thank you so much. Sometimes I feel a bit mad or crazy that I, <laughs> I sit here and talk to nobody for a living. I talk to myself, essentially. But now when I see the reviews going up and I see us... I see Lightworkers Lounge, you guys. It's our show. It's our lounge, our community. I see it getting pumped up on the suggested pages of all the podcast platforms. I'm like, yes, guys, we're doing it. You and me, we're doing it. And it's so cool to see us winning. So as you listen to this, please... If you haven't yet, go leave a review, share the show. Let's share astrology and Lightworkers Lounge with everyone. Let's create a space to talk about this ancient art and life, right? I'll never remove that tagline from the intro. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world because I want Lightworkers Lounge to be something that everybody from every belief from every age to gender to nationalities I want them all to find something they can resonate with to kind of turn on the light in their soul and their energy if you will from this podcast so let's pump it up let's get it out there let's see where it goes leave a review share the show if you would like a private reading with me you know where to go lightworkers-lounge.com. If you're not ready to invest in a private one-on-one intensive reading with me, that's okay, I get it, I get money, I get, it can be weird to meet up with me on Zoom because you're so used to listening to me at your leisure and then having like this one-on-one intimate time with me can be intimidating, I know, I feel that way about people too. So if you're not ready for that, I have an astrology library on the website. When you go to our website, Click on Learn Astrology at the top, and that gives you access to Cosmic Coconut, I called it, the Key West, Ode to Key West forever. Cosmic Coconut Library, where you can have access to over a 100 videos of me teaching you how to pull a birth chart, what are the first things to look for, what each placement means. And so you can kind of sift through the library and go through the Mars folder and find your Mars placement, go through the Venus folder, find your Venus placement, so on and so forth. So if you'd like to do that, instead of book a personal reading, lightworkers-lounge.com. Okay. I wasn't, I, you guys have noticed I've been keeping up a pattern. I've been dropping new episodes, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. It's been so fun. I like that you guys can have some predictability in a pattern of episodes to know what to look forward to, right? But there's a big transit that kind of slipped through my fingers. And as you can tell, I'm more of the, let me teach you about your chart rather than talk about current transits. But I'm definitely feeling a little pulled because we are in a very, very, Hmm. how do I say it? Bizarre time era of being human and being alive. Things are just a little wonky and weird. Welcome to Pluto and Aquarius. And so I feel compelled to talk about major transits, especially coming up with the eclipses and Aries and Libra. But on Monday, February 19th, we have a really rare conjunction. So planets sitting on top of each other in the sky, coming up between Chiron, the wounded healer, and the North Node in Aries. I thought it was important to talk about, and it hit me because my own dream state, the dreams I've been having lately at night, have been really vivid, very interesting. Some of them have been extremely symbolic, and I've normally, this is a full moon thing, right? We all kind of know when the moon's full, oh, our dreams come out to play. It's the moon's light lighting up our subconscious to say, all right, we've been sweeping things under the rug and hiding skeletons in a dark closet that we have a hold lock and key. Let's unlock it with the moon's illumination and just show you all the things you've been hiding from. Come on, just grab the skeletons and let's get them out. That's, in my opinion, why we have wild dreams during full moons. But I've found that even under this new moon, when the sky is completely dark, I'm having these wild dreams. And it's not just me. You guys have also, in readings, been sharing, like, what is going on? Because my dreams are nuts lately. So I thought about it, and I continue to have my own vivid dreams. And I'm like, okay, subconsciously, something's going on here. And, well, I like to say, What's steering the ship of our subconscious? Many things, but definitely the cosmos over our head. Definitely the same moon that sits over our head, the same sun that lights up our mornings everywhere we are, no matter where you live, we're sharing that same light. Okay, what's going on? And then I went through my ephemeris and looked at major transits coming up and I saw that Chiron and the North Node are about to be holding hands to the 16th degree on February 19th and said, oh shit, I should probably share this with them. So let's, let's break down what Chiron is and what the North Node is. But before we do that, if you have any placements in Aries, especially if they are at between say 13 to 19 degrees Aries, you really want to listen up and take some notes and turn the volume up on this. So Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N. I know it sounds like K. Chiron is the wounded healer. And funny enough, I had in my schedule to post an entire episode on Chiron and what your greatest gift is. In your birth chart, he looks like a little egg with a K on it, but that symbol is actually a key. It's the wounded healer where embracing our greatest pain can bring out some of our greatest talents and gifts in this lifetime. So a lot of times when I give birth chart readings and I say, oh, your Chiron is in cancer, it's like, oh, do I just have the unlucky wound of feeling disconnected from family, feeling disconnected from my feminine energy for life? And I say, no, no, no. In fact, once you embrace this, once you acknowledge this wound and that it is a problem for you and a pattern for you and you heal it, gently but disciplined, heal it, you can enjoy the richest family life. You can be one of the most nurturing, kind, and in return, receive the most nurturing, kind energy from people of most people. You see how that works? If Chiron's in Taurus or the second house, you may have a wound with money. You may feel like, okay, am I just doomed to be in debt for the rest of my life? Everyone around me is buying a house. What's going on with me? why can't I do that? And so you book a birth chart reading and you're like, okay, what's up with me and money? And I say, well, your chiron's in the sign of money. Did you grow up in poverty or did you grow up in such wealth that your parents kind of neglected you? And so now you look at money in a funky way. If we can embrace and heal that wound and get over the belief that I'll never have enough, you can actually be very financially successful later in life to a means that you can't even imagine right now when you're knee deep in your wound. A lot of people in their 40s and early 50s have booked readings with me. Thank you guys. It's so cool to talk to that generation. And you guys are experiencing what's called your Chiron return. Oh, if your Chiron is an Aries, listen up, stop dropping Google and do some research or of course, come see me because you're going through your Chiron return. We all talk about our Saturn return, but if you're blessed to see your 40s and 50s, you will experience your Chiron return, which is uprooting permanently that wound, right? It's like we're all given chances in our 20s, 30s, 40s, like Chiron's whispering, heal me, heal me. And if we don't, during our Chiron return, we can experience a year of just like tumultuous events that say, okay, well, you didn't listen. So here we go. You've got to uproot this wound. Come on now, you can do it. But if you pay attention to it and you show up and you're disciplined in as to what this Chiron placement is, your Chiron return can be an amazing time of reaping the rewards of that sign, similar to the Saturn return. So Chiron is an asteroid. He's not actually a planet, right? He's the wounded healer. Embrace your greatest pain to bring out your greatest gift in this lifetime. Now, the north and south node, go back a few episodes if you haven't already and learn about your north and south node or the book I recommend, Astrology for the Soul by Jan Spiller. That's a huge influence on my north and south node education. It's very important to know these things. You want to move away from your south node. So if you ever find yourself feeling stuck or confused, you're probably too much in that south node. And move towards your north node to experience spiritual liberation, to feel like, aha, I knew that whisper was turning into a roar for this reason. This finally feels right. And it doesn't just feel right in the moment, it feels right in foresight, it feels right with longevity. That's your north node. Now, the north node's not a planet either. It's actually not even an asteroid or even a moon. It's our luminary. It's a mathematical point. It, it's the mathematical point where the sun and moon intersect. So as the earth orbits the sun, right? Earth is orbiting and spinning around the sun. The moon is orbiting the earth, right? You move your fingers with me here. I should be recording this one video. There's a lot of orbitation going on here. So as the earth orbits the sun, the moon is orbiting the earth, and where the moon intersects with the sun becomes your north and south node. Move out of the darkness, the moon, the south node, and into the light, the sun, the north node. Huh? Ah, that's why we say the self-note is kind of the shadow side, the dark side of the soul. We want to pull you out of that. That's your safety net. That's your warm, cozy blanket. That's the safety and confinement of your home where you can draw the blinds and kick off your shoes and put up a messy bun and wear whatever you want with stains on your shirt. You can chill. But hey, we want to see you reach your highest potential. We want to see you get out of the house, dressed nicely, feeling confident, strutting down the street. That's your north note. Now, it's very rare for Chiron and the North Node to meet in the sky. The last time we saw this happen was 2008 in the sign Aquarius. You see a pattern here? Think about the year 2008. Not only was that a powerful year with Pluto moving into Capricorn and the financial system here in the U.S. just tanking, we got to see the the shadow side of Pluto and Capricorn with the banking systems getting bailed out, etc., etc., But Chiron and the North Node, so the wound and the spiritual purpose, were in the sign Aquarius. So if you look at your chart, where Aquarius rules, think about 2008 and think about that area of life. Was there wounding coming up, but also the wounding kind of led to the correct path you were supposed to be on, perhaps? So this time around, 2024, Chiron and the North Node are sitting in the sign Aries. Aries. When people have their Chiron and Aries, they may suffer from the wound of who am I? Does my identity matter? Do people care about me as an individual or do they just bunch me up into groups? Does anyone see me for who I actually am? Am I allowed to be me? Do I feel free to be who I am? Aries is energy. It is passion. It is unafraid, confident, alive. There's a reason why Aries season is the astrological new year. It's that season of newness. You guys heard us talk about it in December, but we astrologers don't celebrate the new year on January 1st. We celebrate it on March 23rd, baby. Aries season. So are you angry right now? At what? Who? Why? A lot of Aries placements right now, especially if you've got the North Node in Aries, are going through a chapter of life, an era of life where they're saying, Who am I? I think we're all kind of lost in the capitalistic industrial age sauce, but people with Aries placements seem to be not only knee deep in it, but waist deep in the, wait a second, I feel this energy in me. Like I'm supposed to be a leader. Like I'm supposed to be at the front lines of something, but what is that something And not only are they experiencing that internal crisis, but then they have to realize and shed, like the true warriors they are, all of the conditioning from their upbringing, from their lineage. I'm not just talking about mom and dad. I'm talking about mom and dad's dad's mom's mom. (laughs) We're going down the line here. So look at your own Chiron placement and see where your greatest wound is, and how you have attached your identity to that, whether you have Aries placements or not. Look at any Aries placements in your chart, especially, again, if they're between 13 and 19 degrees, this energy is most potent for you. And look to the part of your chart that's ruled by Aries. What house is it? What area of life are you ready, finally, to take back your power of choosing your own identity. If Aries rules your 12th house, you are ready to uproot any subconscious beliefs, any secrets you've been keeping about yourself to dramatically come out and say, this is who I am. If Aries rules your seventh house, you are ready to say, partners will no longer define who I am. This is who I am. I will stop letting my romantic partners, or closest best friends, tell me who I am. I'm coming out as my unique self. So look to the part of your chart ruled by Aries to see where you're ready to take your power back. And around February 19th, Monday, keep your senses really sharp. Write down gut feelings, things that flash really quick and Oh my goodness, I can't tell you enough, no matter what your birth chart is. Write down your dreams. It's one thing to wake up and process them and think about them. But if you write them down on a piece of paper and then look at seven days worth of dreams and see, whoa, this is the pattern. Think about it. Process it. Our subconscious is so powerful. And we can't see it, measure it, or prove it. So, of course, our linear human brains are hesitant to believe in it and actually use it. (laughs) we got to have the factual things in front of us, of course. But it's very powerful. My Aquarius mom once said to me, she's like, how do we know that our days are not an alien or someone else sleeping, having a dream? And then when we sleep at night and we're dreaming, that's actually an alien or somebody else's real life. I was like, I love being raised by an Aquarius. It's interesting, though, right? Think about it. We literally close our eyes and go into a dream state, and like our brains are doing something we have no idea. Time passes and we have no idea. And we spend a lot of time doing that. Isn't it kind of weird? (laughs) Sleeping is weird. (laughs) As we enter Pisces season, we're entering the 3 to 6 a.m. cycle of life, of the astrological new year, the final season before the astrological new year, before the sunrise in all of our lives. So what have you learned since last March? What happened last March? It was a wild month. I can't find a single person who doesn't have a story from that month. woo And that kicked off a new cycle. So what have you learned since then? And where would you like to change? What would you like to do different? Because new year, new me is coming up. And this Pisces season that we're going to talk about on Monday is the last of a year-long cycle. This is the metaphorical December where we're getting all, we're thinking about what happened last year. Try that now. Because things are about to change, as you guys have probably been feeling or dreaming about. And I imagine they can kick off with Aries season. So... This work of Chiron conjunct the North Node coming up is asking you, hey, let's give a final squeeze to be pushed into our purpose. The squeeze may not be easy. This change may be one of the most difficult changes that you've ever made in your life. But you will see as the North Node is holding hands with Chiron, it's not for nothing. It's for something and it's for something really Big. It's for your identity. And if you have been carrying around the identity of past lineage of your mom, of your dad, of your grandparents, of people you're related to that you've never met, now is the time to shed that, unzip that, strip yourself from it, and step out this brand new light being that's essentially a blank slate, a clean energy. And you get to start and create a new lineage, a new pattern. You're free, you're liberated into being your unique individual self. This is a really, really powerful sky. And I imagine this is why the subconscious of our little human brains is going wild at night right now. It's a very unique sky and I can't encourage you enough to really harness and hone in professionally on the details of this transit by knowing one thing. What area of life does Aries rule for you? Because this, if you can like herding cattle, if you can herd all of the energetics of cattle to this house, to this pie slice in your chart, to this area of life, this is working with the current and you could see absolutely miraculous things happen either immediately around the days that surround this transit or within the next three to six months that powerful come see me for a birth chart reading if you need help finding where aries rolls in your chart and know that it may not be easy or even make sense but those before you and those who will never know you who will come after you are cheering you on in this very moment Chiron conjunct the north node in aries use this energy practice with this energy you came here to do this i'll see you guys later leave a review lightworkers-lounge.com and i'll see you in Pisces season. Bye, guys.